gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the next episode of the Suzume Podcast! This week's episode brought to you by The Color Cream. Have you always thought that maybe the white walls are just a little bit too white? You wish they were just a bit... Cream mm, power! You... <laughs> Disregard the uh, the heckler in the, in the ruining stands. it. We're never uh, gonna get paid for this <laughs> shit. <laughs> well, went no more. Now we have the color cream. Use it to paint all the walls in the house that you're looking to sell. Yes. All right. Cream wash it. And now may I take a second to talk to you about the supremacy of the cream race? Dude, that would be so. That'd be such a smart idea for like white supremacists. Like if they just all call themselves cream supremacists, they could like. I think Eric Clapton uh, will get pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, man, Eric Clapton was so much better in Cream before he went solo, and Cream was so much better than Derek and the Dominoes. Also, white people are the best. Yeah. Like, that, cream, like a cream typical supremacy. Cream Creamers. supremacist. I mean, <laughs> Cream was, you know, Clapton was better in Cream. And oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's no... Yeah, like... All of the peep, all of the other guitar players who were like really heavily influenced by, by Eric Clapton. So like all the guitar players, it was his cream days. Yeah. So you're saying that when it comes to Eric Clapton's entire repertoire, uh, when he was with this band, it was the creme de la cream. Uh, <laughs> or cream de la creme. No, I don't, I don't know. know. I wasn't following either way. I still don't get it. Let's move on. <laughs> Colin, I, I understand you've been infected with terrible parasites. Um, They're like maybe out of your skin and balls. Uh, okay, but that's not really what I wanted to talk about. See, we ended last oh. week's show with a teaser about uh, a parasite topic, and I was listening to this on I don't know NPR or something. I'm not sure about how hookworms can cure allergies. Have you guys seen this? Heard about this? Yeah, yeah, it's called, um, it's, uh, uh, sanitation theory, which is the, the idea that basically human beings co-evolved their parasites, um, such that our immune systems actually are, have kind of a little bit of a compensatory mechanism, where they're anticipating that you're going to have parasites, and if you don't have parasites, your immune system's like, okay, I'm going to fuck something up, and it doesn't know what to fuck up, so it fucks up your own body. And uh, a lot of autoimmune diseases are basically, um, a lot of autoimmune systems can, a lot of autoimmune diseases can be treated uh, by experimental parasite infections, like uh, Crohn's disease, rheumatoid arthritis, irritable bowel syndrome, um, some allergies. There's a whole ton of fucking... uh, uh, autoimmune disorders where they've actually so uh, some people use hookworms, but that's often uh, that's often like the kind of at home treatment where people will deliberately go to places where hookworms are a problem and walk around barefoot to get infected. Um, yeah, like Collins backyard. Yeah, right. like Collins backyard. But the actual uh, the clinical trials that they've been doing, they've been doing a lot of them in Iowa State and also Germany. Um, have been with uh, actually pig whipworm, Trichurus suum, uh, and aptly named. Uh, Trichurus trichura is actually human whipworm, um, and so they use the pig 
version of Whipworm instead of the human version because uh, it can't complete its life cycle in humans because it's co-evolved yeah, to parasitize pigs, not humans. So it's it's a lot safer because you won't accidentally get a runaway infection. Is there actually like current uh, research? I, I haven't. I didn't really look oh, into yeah, it that yep. close, but I I saw stuff from like a year or two ago, but nothing super recent. Well, I mean, they've been doing they've been doing these studies, I think, since like two thousand eight or something. Yeah, it's been uh, like ten years. I know a lot of them started in Iowa State, uh, and they showed really promising results. And uh, I think in Germany, it's actually, I think they've started doing kind of larger scale clinical <laughs> trials where they've been doing um, uh, more patient populate like bigger populations and like the general public. Um, general public. Kind of like a, a more a, a larger like uh, almost like commercial scale production. So is is there a parasite that you can have? I don't even know a lot about this whipworm, but you don't have to go into detail. Um, but is there a parasite that would help with this? That wouldn't give you horrible side effects? Like you know, the hookworm is kind of a a problem in a lot of ways. You're bleeding internally, uh, and all that. Well, as long as you don't get like a whole shit ton of. Okay, so. Uh, when you think about the evolutionary history of a parasite, if you're a parasite, you it's don't... all I ever think about. It's <laughs> good. They're like our, our little sidekicks. Yeah. Going around, sucking our blood. Yep, like they're the... Uh, Make our butts itchy. They're like our, the chimpanzee to our Clean Eastwood. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Remember and that one, chimpanzee just that. like would bend Clean Eastwood over a desk and just start fisting him and making his ass bleed? Yeah, that was a that was the weirdest dollars uh, trilogy movie there was. Yeah, <laughs> they really they really kind of weirded on a weird artistic director. They should not have let David Lynch direct that one. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Uh, but yeah, uh, pig whipworm. If you uh, if you live on a farm that raises pigs, if you get yourself a microscope and a centrifuge, I will show you. How to collect the cure for asthma and all sorts of other autoimmune diseases from your pig's shit. Okay. Wow, what an offer. <laughs> Can we just, like, grab the pig by the tail and swing him around, or do we have to have an actual centrifuge? <laughs> really, what you need to do is just, you get down on all fours behind the pig, pull up the tail stub, and just start licking its ass. Okay. Good things will happen. They, they like that. That's the natural way. Nature's ah, best. so that's why... I've been feeling a lot better recently. <laughs> well, I was just I wondering. This for fun. This was appropriate to me. I was coming back from work, and I was listening to this. And I, of course, I work with corn, and I am allergic to corn pollen. And I'm hearing this like, oh, this is perfect. I'd totally deal with hookworms just to get rid of these goddamn allergies. But I don't think people would like me if I told them I'm infested with hookworms. Yeah. Well, as long as they don't stomp in your shit, they should be fine. Well, yeah. Also, maybe don't tell them. <laughs> you know, that's an option. Um, unless they they'll like make a you know a, make you wear like a a tag or something that has a little hook on it, and uh, it um, you know it, it's a little bit. Uh, I was gonna make like an upside down hook thing with a J like the Nazis did, but they did a Star of David, so it doesn't really work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Star of Day is pretty symmetrical. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Anyway, moments pass. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so, so I was gonna 
I don't know. I was gonna even try to to figure out how to make this into a segment where I could like ask you like if parasites did this, would you be okay with them? Like if you had tapeworms but you could you had x-ray vision. Would you be okay with having tapeworms? I would. Depends on how many tapeworms you need. Like uh, and depends on what like life cycle stage. Like, are these going to be the tape... I assume you're talking about adult tapeworms yes. just living in your intestines, not, like, larval tapeworms that, like, live in your brain. Right. Adult okay. intestinal tapeworms. It would tapeworms. make more sense, I mean, if they're close <laughs> to your eyes, but what do I know? No, no, you don't know how this works. I've studied this extensively. <laughs> I would, as long as it's, like, fewer than... As long as it's, like, fewer than, like, I don't know, 20 worms or something... Hold on. What if uh, it worked like the more worms you had, the more like you could see through? Oh, like, like the more resolution. Like you're just completely yeah. filled you... with worms, and you can see like <laughs> straight down to the other side of the earth. Yeah, exactly. So like, would you be tempted to always be looking deeper? You know, just like oh, one more worm can't hurt. Get in there, boys. <laughs> and then you see things you wish you hadn't. Like you know, you uh, see yeah. the world for what it really is. <laughs> I, I sense a good short story coming here. Uh, I hope it's really short. <laughs> I hope that's it. Like what we just discussed, is that's it. Like okay, what if you if you had a, a a head full of those big disgusting ticks? Like you have to have it like full, like at least fifty. Like instead of your hair, there's just ticks. basically, and but you. Okay. It, it made you so athletic. Like, you can compete with LeBron. Like, would you would you carry around a bunch of ticks on your head? I'm making these up right now. I, I was going to no, come up with better options, but I don't know. This is... So, I, I think that one would be a no from me because um, the only upside to that, from my point of view, is if I was able to actually be a professional athlete and make a bunch of money... But I don't think anybody would want to sign me if I had fifty tickets. In my head. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think Although, if, if we're looking if for the, you're in the NFL, you know, you're wearing a helmet. You can't crush those ticks. They die. Your athletic prowess goes away. Like if you put your helmet on and then like somebody hits you in the head while you're running and then you break free, but then you become slow as shit. Someone's gonna <laughs> kill you. <laughs> and the blood is just running down your face. <laughs> you can't see. What happened to this? See, guy? okay, well, <laughs> if you do that, you're gonna want to also have tapeworms so you can see right through the blood. That's yeah, <laughs> you don't want to get blinded blood. that way. Yeah, it's good symbiosis. Yeah, yeah Superman just like <laughs> went on a vacation to like uh, I don't know, like Nicaragua and just licked everything. Well, makes sense. He also has laser eyes. What parasite do you need for that, I wonder? Uh, that would actually be uh, lungworm or lung fluke. Ah, yeah. really? Yeah. Okay. Or the African eye worm, I guess, would probably do that. The African eye worm. Is that the, uh, is that the newest Apple product? <laughs> the <Yeah>. eye worm. <laughs> yep. And it is actually just the parasite from Africa that's transmitted by black flies. Apple actually just like, got the patent. Yeah, got the, got the patent for it. Somehow. So now they like any anyone who gets infected by this parasite in Africa, they actually like their apple property. Sue them. Yeah, they actually like 
they agree to they agree to Apple's terms and services by getting this parasite. <laughs> Uh, terms of services, um, we including but not limited now. to, yeah, you know, involuntary slave labor. Well, I guess it's kind of redundant. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, harvesting organs, uh, death of the firstborn, forty days of darkness. You know. Yeah. Normal Standard Apple. Apple stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've all, we've all agreed to iTunes. Yeah. yeah, it's in there. Nobody reads it, yeah. but we're you reasonably know, if sure. You read it the first time after like. The twenty millionth time you've updated iTunes is every like three fucking days. It's like what? Okay. iTunes needs to be updated, and like it's never it's never anything that you ever. You seen. read it the first time, didn't you? No, I've never fucking read that shit. I figured you would be one of those people. Of course, I read it. You didn't. Yeah, I remember uh, way back in the day, it was pointed out to me that like, oh, I mean, this is like a thing that was on the internet. Like, if you go into the iTunes terms of service, it says. It has a section in there that sounds really crazy, like, um, you know, it's talking about, like, uh, wars and, like, famines and civil revolts and acts of God. <laughs> and basically, it's just like a giant disclaimer that, like, if any of this shit happens, you know, all bets are off, you know? You can't oh, yeah, it's a force like, yeah, or something. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> I mean, I, I probably saw that, like, when I was in high school. I didn't know anything about, like, Legalese, or you know what the hell this was. It's like holy shit. Why is this in my iTunes terms of agreement? This is insane. Um, but now it's just like yeah, this is just you know boilerplate stuff. <laughs> it's pretty disconnected. Yeah, yeah. Are are we done with that's the parasite? Yeah, that's about that's about fifteen minutes right there. So listener, yeah. that's going to be maybe one of our new things is we're going to have. Oh, what? It's close. Close to 15. Close enough. We ran out of things to talk about. Yeah. Anyway, could be something that we we try to do, try to come up with a topic that we want to talk about, and then one person goes into it for maybe about 15 minutes, maybe have about two of those per show. Yeah. Tell us what you think on our Twitter account that we don't have. (laughs) Should we get a Twitter account? Caleb, you, you can Twitter, right? Um, I've twat. <laughs> you you have twat. That's nice. <laughs> that's some good conjugation there. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm on Twitter for is the conjugation. Conjugation. Uh, yeah, yeah. We should get one. Yeah. I. And then at least we could see like how many like people are at least aware that this thing exists. Yeah. Could be useful. Anyway. I I also feel like I'm just so like much older than I actually am with social media. Like, saying that this has a Twitter account would just make me feel a little bit younger. Everyone keeps talking about Snapchat. What the fuck is Snapchat? I don't fucking know. I thought I knew. But I thought it was just like, you take a picture, and then that picture goes to someone, and then it goes away. But then everyone's like, yeah, I was doing my taxes on Snapchat. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is this? Dick pics of the IRS. (laughs) It's a lot more complicated than I originally thought, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, you, yeah. You just take pictures of yeah, you know, all the forms in your your tax return. Then you put like funny little quips over the top for the IRS man to look at and laugh at. And he's legally obligated to laugh at it because <laughs> your tax dollars are paying. Him. That's right. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if he doesn't respond, you're definitely getting audited. Oh yeah. yeah. So kind of a little warning there too. So that's a pro of doing your taxes with Snapchat. 
Um, the con is you'll get dick pics. Yeah. Well, unless you're into that. Then it's like pro-pro, you know. So wait, the IRS sends you dick pics? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Okay. It's like all of them there. Like, they all stand in a in front of a of a cream-colored background and yeah. drop, trowel, and some of them do some cool things, some of them don't. Some of them are, are women. Female IRS employees, we get some nice, like, uh, clam shots. Is that what people call pictures of the vagina clam shots? Uh, pelfy is the word. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Are you serious, Pel- or are you selfie? making this up? No, no. I've seen. I've, I've seen. Th- this is this is a thing on the. Did internet. you get this off Snapchat? Pelfy. <laughs> yeah, the IRS sends them to me now. Pelfy. I, I feel like an external picture of the vagina really isn't that great. Like unless unless the uh, labia majora is spread, you're just like. <laughs> what the? What is wrong with you? <laughs> It's like, ah, oh, he must have misspoke. Nope. <laughs> I mean, yeah, go, go on. Like, I. It, yeah, those curtains really hide the show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's just like, uh, unless, unless like someone's in a provocative, provocative position, like, um, if there's a, if there's a nude picture of a woman. Um, Oh, by the way, we have no female presence on this show for like the second week in a row. Thank so, God. Uh, if you <laughs> if you're tired of if you're tired of uh, hearing to an exclusively male perspective on female genitalia, please uh, spam Sarah, telling her to get her ass back on here so we can yeah uh, get some gender balance. Yeah, um, any at all. Yeah. yeah. So although uh, so Ethan, we have to it, say like she gets fuck. paid a lot less than us for this. <laughs> and it's gonna stay that way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She doesn't actually know we get paid. Yeah. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have said that on the podcast because now she might know. Yeah, she doesn't listen. And what is she gonna do about it? Leave? She already did that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Ethan, uh, just following uh, this train of thought that that you were putting down. So, are you then like extremely turned on by like? Um, like if you take like a camera and like put it like inside, like a gynecological exam. No, what's no. inside? I there. mean, like. Oh, so that's too far. So if if you, if there's like a naked picture of a woman and she's like in a provocative pose and you see her uh, her downstairs area, that's good. If if it's a nice like uh, if the, you know you've got the spread uh, labia majora. I refuse to not use analytic. Uh, Anatomical terminology here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you said clam. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually literally talking about bivalves. Ah, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yeah. Um, keep them down there. If it's uh, if if you, if you get to see some of the you know interior structure, and it's fairly close up, that's good. But if it's close up and it's not spread, then it's just like, okay, hmm. that could that's like a fold, yeah, of skin that's hairy. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's, it's not. I just feel like a dick is definitely a dick. Just flopping out, taking a picture of it. That's a title for like the episode. That, <laughs> like when Robin Williams would do that thing where he'd like crease his elbow and like uh, it, it looked like a hairy vagina or something because he was so hairy. Yeah, that's a it's a classic joke. Yeah, I feel like the dick just speaks for itself more. Literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, we're almost getting into like metaphysical. Uh, conversations here on like where like how close up can it still be erotic and like where does the 
sexy part of the vagina begin and end. Like, go too far yeah, in, it's not You can start with, like, a, a microscope, yeah. just, like, looking at a single, like, vaginal cell. How far do <laughs> you have to zoom out before it's erotic? I suppose it varies from person to person, you know? Yeah. And from vagina to vagina. That, that supposes that there is one person that can look at that cell and be like, oh, man, that's the best thing I've ever seen. I'm going to just that slap one off this. That person definitely exists. Like, uh, if you had some sort of uh, hypothetical, impossible spaceship... Um, magic school bus? Yeah, like the magic school bus. Yeah. And um, you rock it out of the universe... Uh, like uh, several billion times the speed of light, you continue rocketing away into nothing. I mean, of course, the universe becomes, since you're a part of the universe, it continues to expand as you go out. But um, you just keep going and keep going and turn around until, like, all that, all that ever was is just, like, a single, just, like, pinprick of light. Somewhere in there are many vaginas. Um, oh. literally all the vaginas. Yeah, yeah. Or like unless you're a, your unless you're a woman doing that, then there's one fewer than uh, there should yeah, be. Yeah, that's true. One less. That's true. Yeah, so you have minus to like, take one help the universe in the background. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or like um, if you're uh, if you're on some other sort of hypothetical impossible uh, shrunken thing, and you're looking at like a single quark that is part of a an atom that is part of a cell that is part of a vagina. Like, um, for each person, somewhere between those two extremes is the range where it starts and stops becoming a rock. Could be anywhere in there. Yep. I mean, for me, it's probably, like, galaxy scale. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, vagina is outside of our own galaxy. I'm not too interested in actually. Yeah, you, you're too no alien. Yeah, you don't need no Andromeda badge. Hell yeah. <laughs> I don't need any of that shit. <laughs> Get out of here. Hey, horsehead nebula poon. Yeah, you know what they say about horsehead nebula poon. No, <laughs> me neither. <laughs> I was hoping for something really clever. Damn. It. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but Ethan, you got raped by an emu once, right? I talked about that, uh, didn't I? I don't know. Um, Maybe. Well, I mean, really, it was just, like, attempted sexual assault. Like, uh, when I volunteered at the zoo, I was, uh, cleaning the emu and wallaby exhibit. And the emu kept, like, coming up to me and going, like, making, like, weird emu noises that sounded nothing like that. And it would, like, get down on its, like, it would, like, squat down and start rubbing up against me and, like, it was really weird. And uh, when I was done, uh, I just kind of reported to the zookeeper who actually, like, that was her, one of the, her groups of animals she was in charge of, and I was like, yeah, I think the emu was, like, trying to put on some, like, uh, mating ritual for me, like, it was doing this, she's like, oh, just don't bend over around him, I start laughing, she's like, I am goddamn dead serious, I'm like, oh, fuck, well, I guess I was almost raped by an emu, well, that's, that's not, that's my life. <laughs> Okay, so I, it, I'm guessing it was a yeah, definitely a male emu, right? Probably, unless like a it had a strap on. I didn't see it. <laughs> a cloaca. That does happen. On. They they put those on. It's for enrichment in zoos. They'll put <laughs> strap-ons on animals. I kind of want to sneak into a zoo at night sometime and break in and 
just like put a strap on on the some bird or just anything like, like anything and everything in the zoo. I'm trying to imagine a crocodile with a dildo on his head or something. <laughs> Like a little penguin waddling around, <laughs> swinging back and forth. Not a monkey, because they would just either take it off or actually jerk it off. Yeah, they'd use it. Both good. What? Speaking of monkeys, did did you guys see the um, uh, the thing that was on the internet the last couple of days where some chick was in a Tim Hortons and uh, she was probably like high on meth or something. Because apparently this is a thing, like, Tim Hortons has, um, in Canada has, I think it was Tim Hortons, definitely in Canada, has, um, uh, basically, uh, the, their bathrooms, uh, to use them, you have to go to, like, an employee and borrow the key to get in. Um, so, because of that, they're very popular places to go and, like, uh, do drugs. Because, like, you can lock the door behind you and... If you have nowhere else to go, that, that works. Uh, and this one person was apparently <laughs> um, being denied the uh, key because it was pretty obvious that she was going to just go in there and do drugs. But to prove that she wasn't going to do that, <laughs> she just, <laughs> there in front of the counter, dropped her pants, <laughs> took a shit on the floor, <laughs> and then grabbed the shit and threw it at one of the employees. <laughs> <laughs> Was this a rhesus monkey? Right? Yeah, you... So like I said, so she had already monkeys. done drugs up to that point then, right? I assume so. I mean, you can't tell from the security footage, but... Like, that's not her normal... If that's her normal, everyday personality, <laughs> then, for God's sakes, let her go in there and do the drugs, and hopefully she comes out normal. <laughs> But yeah, I just like, you know, the um, the practicalness of it. It's like, you don't believe I have to take a shit? I'll show you! <laughs> but then your I'll argument... Show you in it, the best way. Argument is, is won and lost right there. Like, yes, it's I told you I had to shit, to and then you're done. You're done. You can't go back in there. It's true. But the next time you go in, they'll let you... Yeah, they'll back. believe you next time. Or they'll call the cops. One or the other. Give her the key, uh, quick, quick, give her the key. Give her the key, you fool. She's got no plug. <laughs> nice callback. <laughs> so, um, I was uh, talking with someone the other day about all of the different uh, distance running events that they have in the Lincoln area. Because, you know, they used to have the Lincoln Marathon and Lincoln Half Marathon. And, like, traffic would be fucking shut down for, like, a day. But I was like, okay, it's cool, it's the Lincoln Marathon. Then they started this good life's good life havesy bullshit, like which is another half marathon in Lincoln that would fucking cripple traffic in the city for like another day. I'm like, this time like in the fall instead of the spring. I'm like, damn it! Like okay, you get one day to shut down traffic for your event, and that's fine. This is bullshit. Uh, but someone's telling me about this like uh, corn to corn run. That's like this. Uh, it's like a 10k. Like through cornfields, hey, that and won't then slow people down traffic. dress up and make it like corn themed, like they wear like the the corn cob head things, and uh, and I like this person describing this to me, and I'm like the whole time I'm just thinking like, do you want to accidentally summon some sort of Aztec god? Because this is how this happens. But, so up until that point, that's the most Nebraska thing I've ever heard in my life. 
through a 10k corn run dressed as corn running through corn. <laughs> corn will be playing the, the whole Aztecs time. The really into corn. Like, you'll summon some sort of human heart-eating beast. I mean, they were into teosinte. Corn. Basically grass at that point. Just regular grass. Yeah, with just like a few big kernels. In. Yeah, it's like a little nipple of corn on it. Let's think how concentrated that corn flavor was, man. <laughs> that sweet corn flavor. I oh. should try it. Huh. We we have some like native teosinte like corn where I work. They use it as oh, pollen yeah. donors. It's, Eat that shit. I mean, it's only like you know two feet tall. It, it's pollen is radioactive. I can't even look at the shit without just just breaking out in hives. So I'm glad it's not really around anymore. <laughs> Is that native to um, Central America, or was there a variety that was native to here? I'm not sure. I don't use it. I think by the time it got far north enough to the Native America, it was like legitimately corn. Because I know it, I know corn was like domesticated. Yeah, like by like probably some people earlier than the Aztecs, but then moved its way north. Uh, in case you're wondering, you're yeah, listening yeah. to uh, this is what a Great Plains podcast sounds corn, like. Corn, yeah. We talk about the history of corn. <laughs> Two people minutes. in Nebraska and one in Iowa. Those are the corniest places in the world. <laughs> they fucking are. Da da corn. Corn's always interesting. It is always. Yeah. Fuck your clock, Colin. What? Seriously. Okay, I. There's that goddamn Wisconsin clock. Wisconsin. In your yes. living room, and the clock is red, and the minute hand. Or the hands of the clock are also red, because it's like a silhouette of Wisconsin, or like no, it's like a Wisconsin W, mm-hmm. and then like the hands of the clock are also the exact same shade of red. So like, mm-hmm. for certain times of the day, you just have no idea what time it is. <laughs> That's beer o'clock. Oh, okay. I, I stand corrected. That's the best clock. <laughs> I gotta say, I've never noticed that. I've always been able to look at that clock and tell what time it is. Maybe. I'm better at telling time, or maybe I haven't seen those particular times where it's impossible <laughs> to tell. Yeah, it's... it's like that, that magic angle of it. It's like the the wall between North and South Korea that you can only see from one side. Yeah. The magic... Under a full moon. Are you... Are your last light like of Durance Day. Doing something? I hear, like, human voices. They're probably, like, um, ritually sacrificing some sort of, like, bearded goat creature. Oh, okay. Maybe a goat. Um, or possibly just shouting for no reason. <laughs> I've, like, never experienced any of your neighbors. Like, all the times have come to your apartment. <laughs> what does that mean? Have <laughs> experienced your neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> like, I haven't, like, tied any of them down and, like, Cut all the skin off of one of their feet. Okay, moving on. Before. <laughs> you know what I hate? People who um, don't drive a consistent speed on the highway. Oh, fuck them. This oh, my the God, I know. It's like, drive five miles an hour over, drive ten miles an hour over, drive five miles an hour under. Whatever. Just fucking keep it consistent. I mean, I get it if you're driving, like, a, um, like a semi-truck yeah. or something. Because, like, maybe you're trying to, like, you know, get better gas mileage or something. Or you, maybe it's just a real heavy load. You have a hard time going up hills. Fine. But when I was coming back to Lincoln a couple weekends ago, I was behind somebody who was in just, like, a pretty new-looking, like, sedan. So, you know, and it was... 
This is Nebraska. It's pretty flat ground, right? And uh, yeah, they were 60 mile per hour, two lane highway, uh, you know, one lane each way. And um, yeah, the person would go like 55, 60, 65. And so I just got tired of it. So like I passed them and then I, I was going 65. And then not like two minutes later, they passed me back and then start doing the same shit again. And then, not like 10 minutes after they pass me, they turn off. Because <laughs> that's where they're going. They're the, the worst. worst. Right? They are the fucking On, on really long yeah. road or trips, you always like... find at least one of those people. And yeah. those those long road trips, which I've taken a lot of, because, you know, yeah. Nicole moving all around. And <laughs> I, I got to where I was a dick back to a lot of those people. Like... After the fourth or fifth time when we leapfrog and you're behind me, that's where you're going to stay. I will move in front of them, back and forth. They cannot pass me anymore until they go to their slow (laughs) mode and fall backward. You are a saint. Someone has to stay into these (laughs) Or I was being an asshole. The worst is the people who, like... What's worst is the people who, like, uh... You're gaining on. Like, they're going two miles an hour slower than you are. So like okay, I'm gaining. I'm gonna. You get in the other lane. You start passing. Then they speed up. And yeah, you're like, what the fuck? And you're like, okay. The first time you're like, maybe you didn't realize how slow you were going. You saw you're getting past. You're like, oh fuck, I'm going slower than I usually do. I'll speed up. Okay, I'll take it the first time. I don't know, man. Even then, the second time <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm pretty sure you're a goddamn dick. Human Anytime after that, mistakes. I will, I will track them down and fucking skin them in front of their children. <laughs> I mean, honestly... No, I'll, wait, wait. I'll skin their children in front of them. There you them. go. That's the Slazoom way. <laughs> Slazoom, brought to you by skinning children. <laughs> to me, I don't think even once is fine. Like, if you're, like, getting past... Speeding up is never a good thing to do. Because, like, the person is judging how long they're going to take to... They're going to, you know, how much space is going to need to pass you based on, like, how fast you're going, how fast they're going. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you're speeding up, they're going to have to spend more time in the other lane than they expect to. And so they're going to, they, you know, depending if there's, like, oncoming traffic coming on, they may have to, like, kind of make, like, a clutch decision. Like, am I just going to, like, floor it and try to still get around this person even though they're speeding up with me? Okay, yeah. Or I, am I just going to fall back, right? I agree with you on a, on a two-lane highway. Um... But yeah, I've definitely yeah, had those those yeah. situations where I'm I get on the on ramp onto a highway, and then you know I I don't know I just pulled off a rest stop and I'm getting on the highway, and I'm plugging in my iPod or whatever, and I haven't figured out my speed chugging yet. Like yeah, chugging <laughs> butt chugging. I haven't figured out my speed yet, like Ethan says. And then someone passes me, so I'm like, oh, this person's passing me. Like oh, well, I'm going slow. Then I speed up. But yeah. On a two lane, if you're speeding up while someone's passing you, you're trying to kill that person. Yeah, yeah, that's that's an absolute dick move. You got you got to you got to live with it. At that point, you're like, oh, I'm driving like three miles an hour slower than I usually drive. That's what we have to drive the rest of the fucking trip. Or like for the next ten minutes, yeah, at least. And also, if you're on a two lane highway and you're going under the speed limit, and someone's Fuck. behind you, pull over or something. Get get out of yeah. the way. Or, or at least, like, drive to the nearest the right side of the lane so they can see, right? Yeah, that too. So if they want to pass you, um, 
thing get around. It I gets, mean, a lot of people are just totally oblivious. It gets really bad when you get outside of the, the flattest area on Earth, like Kansas, Nebraska, South Dakota. When you go up Wisconsin, and they're, we're on a two-lane highway, and it's just hill after hill after hill. You can't see it's for like more than passing zones, yeah. a quarter of a mile. And yeah. then you come up, it's 60 miles an hour, and there's a guy going, like, 48. You fucking asshole. Yeah. As, as Nicole likes to say, I hope you die in a fire. That's her favorite <laughs> go-to saying in road rage. Well, you <laughs> can also just, like, push him off the road and increase the likelihood of that dramatically. <laughs> that works, too. Yeah. That's true. Or just follow them to their home, then light them on fire after you skin the children in front of them. <laughs> so Zoom, brought to you by Cream. The color cream. <laughs> <laughs> they will not pay us if we keep doing this. Yeah, no, no, the no, color no. cream? Yep. <laughs> Probably not. Come on, guys. We finally got this money deal with Big Cream. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what you think, now, porn industry. <laughs> Big cream, good porn name. It's yeah. true. Yeah, like for a bukkake Go actor, on. But it'd probably be like, I should make a really racist joke here. I don't know. Go for like it. If I, if I can somehow like squeeze in like uh, anti-Japanese sentiments and cream, I could be like, creamaroo, but that's that's lazy. I might, I'm a better racist than Yeah, that. you can. Uh, <laughs> come back to me. I can do better. Yeah, this is your homework. You work on it this week. You can workshop it. Yeah. Fire. Is there a way to be racist against Japanese people? Actually, oh my gosh, it's like one of those. It's like uh, the Wizard of Oz. Like you were racist against Japanese people the whole the whole time because I hear Bukake and that's like, yep, that's the cornerstone of Japanese culture. <laughs> so yay! It turns out I was as racist as I needed to be the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, they never really recovered from that uh, from those nukes. Like, uh, that anime is, uh, it's really our fault. Actually, actually, I think there is a, there's a bit of a argument there that, like, that actually there, some of the weird kind of, kind of Western, but really fucking weird shit that comes around from Japan is actually a, a result of, uh, the, the giant depression that followed World War II, and they're like, oh, well, let's, uh, Things really suck here for this decade, though. The West, like, uh, seems to have things pretty figured out. Let's try and uh, emulate their culture and shit. Mm. But that actually, that actually is like a lot of the weird shit from. Now, is this fact or is this speculation? I've read it. I think I've read it on Cracked, like three. Um, the weird shit from Japan is a common, is a common uh, topic on the internet because there's no shortage. I really of like Cracked, shit. but that's not like a Cracked team of journalists there. <laughs> it's it's a comedy site, not a uh, nice. Yeah, yeah, more like a crack cocaine team of journalists. Nice. nice. Yeah, but normal I, journalists, but like cooked with baking soda. I always read their their articles, quote unquote, that they just like you know have readers do for them, which is most of their stuff. They have basically pictures with the words around it, and you know, like they'll say something like life hacks or something that you never even thought of. And then people put things on there that's just simply not Push true. Your teeth. Once a day instead of twice a day, it's almost as good. Yeah. Turns out your car actually doesn't need oil at all. <laughs> I, I didn't read yeah, that. They had one the other day about like ways to make it through your work day 
And the majority, the majority of them were just like completely unethical. Like, that don't work. <laughs> but essentially, take forty-five. That was shit. Bro. Kill all humans. That was about half of them. <laughs> no, there was one that was like, "Tell your boss you smoke when you get hired. That way you get more smoke breaks, even though you don't smoke." It is kind of bullshit. That is bullshit. That uh, bullshit. you get breaks for smoking. Although I don't know. I've never worked in a job where that actually made a difference. We, we do not get breaks. We are not allowed to smoke on our premises, so people who smoke yeah. have to get in their car and drive away yeah. to take their smoke wow. breaks, and they do it. They, they'll eat their lunch as fast as possible so they can go get a smoke break. Uh, I, I used to... So at one point, I worked for a pharmaceutical company... Um, that had nothing to do with tobacco. In fact, I think they had several like smoking cessation products that they sold, and they had a huge campus. So it took a, it actually took quite a while. You couldn't just like leave the building and walk to the street. Like you had to. There's a huge freaking driveway to get away to go smoke, um, and they had like no tobacco use at all whatsoever on our campus policy. And so, like, people would, yeah, during their 15-minute break, would just run and jump into the car and just take off. And, like, as soon as they got outside of, like, the premise, would smoke their cigarette and come right back, and that would be their whole break. And then I worked for a, a clinical research organization that did a lot of studies for tobacco companies. Uh, so they were, like, really buddy-buddy with uh, tobacco companies. And everyone there smoked. Like, they had, like, a special smoking atrium. <laughs> nice. Yeah, was there, uh, were there some people there who were vaping? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, the losers. Yeah, yeah. I just like all the people I want to kill, like the cigarette smokers who were like, vaping is so lame. Like a real man smokes a cigarette. I just want to stab in the fucking face. Wow. Like, dur, 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 look at how much better I am because I kill myself using this instead of that thing that will probably kill me a little bit less. I mean, Maybe. you do look cooler smoking a cigarette. Oh, well, of course. That's objectively yeah, true. Or doing pretty much anything else, to be fair. So, listeners, if you're listening, smoke! Yeah, it'll make you cool. <laughs> you know what else is cool? I'm actually asking. Uh, <laughs> cool whip. Uh, okay. Cool things. Cool whip is pretty good. Yeah, that's right. Um... Serial killers seem to get a lot of attention. Maybe we should try that. Yeah, yeah. Let's 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 start killing some cereal. Cool ranch, like Doritos. Oh, pretty oh, yeah. cool. So we could either kill each other or we could eat Doritos. Well, let's kill each other first, and if that doesn't work, we can have some Doritos. That's that's a good point. Colin, am I hearing your dogs, or is it Caleb's neighbors? You are not hearing my dogs. Oh, it is your neighbors. I am neighbors. With I have neighbors. a dog at my feet who is asleep right now. Oh, there right are now. dogs in your apartment building. There are dogs. Oh, I thought it was like only small cats. I didn't realize. No. Small dogs. Although, small is a relative term. <laughs> that's, that's true. So, it's like dogs and size like a red box. <laughs> no. Bigger. Smaller. I don't know. Yes, we got, we got any other uh, topics? Um, I was going to randomly talk about some decade of music. Uh, no, have we got to our uh, hour yet? No, no, we're only at like 40 minutes. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, jeez, so the worst. <laughs> is, like, between 2002 to, like, 2010, 
Does anyone remember any fucking music? I was gonna say, I can't confidently say that I know a single song from that decade. Like, if... I don't know. Let's see. The, tw- the, the 20 aughts? Yeah, the 20 aughts. Like, like, we were, we were like My school. Chemical Romance or some bullshit like that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Sure. Oh, playing oh, like Auto Tune was really big. Oh, there, my right? God. Like T-Pain. Yeah. Lil John. Yeah. Breaking Benjamin. Oh, they're good. good. Late sure. aughts. That's, that's, that's good. Lincoln Park. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they did a lot of... Oh, yeah, that's true, yeah. It's in there. Um... Yeah, like all that stuff, like a Papa Roach. Um, oh, Fallout Boy started it. Yeah. See, yeah. there you go. Got all these great got things. All the stuff that was on the radio. Yeah. See, this uh, is where it starts. You know how everyone talks about their decades of music? Well, that had to start somewhere. Nobody thought about like, oh man, it's 1976. This year's going great for music. And somebody was looking <laughs> back on it. We're looking back yeah. on the aughts now, and people are going to listen to this. And they're going to remember how great it actually was. It yeah, but I, I feel like it's not as like definitive as the '90s. Yeah, that's true. But the '90s wasn't definitive in a good way a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Looking back on the '90s, I thought I really liked '90s music. It turns out I just really like alternative rock. Yeah, that um, was it. The heyday of it. And that was like the last. Yeah, that was yeah. the heyday of it. Because like '90s pop is fucking awful. Is, yeah, I mean it's as bad as it ever was. Yeah, I mean like that was that. The and the days like, go by pop, right? as bad as it ever was. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Talk about a weird-ass song. Yeah, talk about a weird-ass band. And you may find yourself with stuff full of Ben Wobbles. <laughs> and you may find yourself in a beautiful house. You may find a beautiful yourself gargling pistachios. <laughs> covered in ticks. The greatest football player ever. <laughs> I don't even know like you know what the part of the song where they're just like are they saying anything or is, was I right just then was it I think he's just having a seizure <laughs> I always sing it that way when I'm in the car I turn it up to that part <laughs> so so in short that's that's one of my favorite songs <laughs> Colin listens to it every night before he goes to bed. What do you guys think like, is like what the if I do wake up in a beautiful house? <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think is the best decade of music? I don't know, man. I mean, for me, it would probably be... I don't know. Like, maybe I just have, like, no, um, like, knowledge of, like... Well, lacking knowledge of, like, good music from the past, but... I'm a pretty big fan of some of the music that's come out like this time. Yeah. You're so yeah. fucking lame. It's never a popular answer. Oh, well, I actually like the stuff that's coming out now. It's all instant classics, every last one. <laughs> well, that's a question, too, between like music on the radio versus like stuff you're familiar yeah. with. Like, I really like music that's coming out now, but it's music Yeah, that, Yeah, like, listeners, they, like, they do I'll not say. listen to stuff on the radio, and neither do I. So. Yeah. So if you get mad at us for this com- conversation, just know that now. Go, oh, you're forgetting this song and this song. Like, but fuck like, your pop. We're the, not listening to this. In the year 2120, when they when they look back at like the, or let's say let's say uh, in the year 2050, uh, when they look back with, with Heinz or like when you listen to the different decades of radio, because now there's like 50s through. Like current decade, like on uh, like on satellite radio, 
Like, in terms of what you would expect to hear on a 20-teens radio station versus, like, a 20-aughts radio station, uh, what, what would be your favorite decade of music that you, that you think people would... Like, music that was popular in that decade, mm. not, like, pirate metal. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really think 70s seems to have a lot for everyone, and that one's probably going to keep living on. Like, even yeah. if you listen to classic I, rock stations now, like... 60s stuff, other than, you know, your stones, it's kind of fallen off. Yeah. 70s is good. Like, even, that's when um, Sabbath started playing, right? It was, like, 1970. Or yeah, I think, technically, Sabbath... Started in the 60s. I think, six, like, it started in, like, 69, but it was, like, the very end of the 60s. Yeah. So, you know, I might, I might say the 80s, because it was kind of a confluence of several... Because, you know, like, classic... Oh, no. So, classic rock dominated the 70s. Yeah, disco was a thing, but in retrospect, no one listens to it. Um, I feel like 80s, like, a lot of good classic rock came from there, but there was also some, like, 80s pop. Like, hair metal. Yeah, and hair metal. I feel like... And also, like, Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah, man. Like, Prince. Some of that. Yeah. Some good stuff. Yeah, there was was some good pop happened there. But yeah, uh, 80s. There's a lot of bad stuff in the 80s, like all yeah, the synthesizer. Yeah, bad fucking stuff. Phase, yeah. Like, you can always tell yeah. an 80s movie by its soundtrack. Like, yeah, oh, this is 80s. Yeah. Especially like the synthetic drums that just sounded like shit. Oh my god, I don't know what people were thinking. I don't know. There, you don't need an actual drummer, I guess. I guess, yeah. They're like, this is just as good as a real drummer. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I kind of like the aesthetic. I mean, it definitely doesn't sound like anything like a real drum, but maybe it's just nostalgia, but, like, when I hear, like, something that's, like, an 80s movie soundtrack, I'm like, yeah. oh, hell yeah. yeah. Sylvester Stallone's gonna, yeah, kick some ass. Uh, listen to, like, some, uh, uh fucking, uh, Lethal Weapon or something. It's good shit. Didn't Eric Clapton do the soundtrack for those movies? <sighs> yeah, I think so, but they definitely had a lot of, like, synths. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some Bond movie that's just got fucking... The one with the skiing. Like, View to Kill or whatever. God, it's a Timothy, Timothy Dalton Bond movie. It's, oh my god, it's just an atrocity of the 80s. I kind of want to watch it now, actually. <laughs> Sounds good. Who's the bad guy? Uh, it's just some, like, weird German guy. <laughs> okay, it's a generic Bond villain. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to imagine Joe being a bad guy. <laughs> It's been so lovable through all of history. So yeah, I'm sticking with the uh, I'm sticking with 70s. Like, as a person who also hey, listens to country, choice. I think if you like country, some some good country came out in the 70s. Um, not the country that's happening. Who are some happening of your favorite now. like 70s country? The only thing that came to mind, and that that one thing that just made me talk, and now makes me have to back it up, was George Strait. Like, uh, that was kind of his heyday. Although he like he, had, he had he had hits up until you know, the aughts, basically. But uh, I don't know. Let me. That was like Johnny Cash back then too, right? Yeah, probably. I can look that up. I can fact check it. So somebody just like um, spend uh, spend some time talking here. Waste some time. Okay. So Ethan, the thing that I like most about shoes is how they keep your feet from getting like too loose. You know. Like, they keep them, like, nice and tight. Because otherwise, sometimes if I walk around too long without shoes, they get, like, they start kind of 
get kind of gelatinous and uh, floppy. I don't know if I've ever had that problem. And but, uh, done. So yeah, wow. he did have a lot of songs in the 70s. So <laughs> Johnny Cash too. So country music was great in the 70s. Well, perfect. Good decade. Nice. Yeah, what I like if you ever go to a bar and they have like 90s night, I feel like the balance music is usually pretty good because it's about 60% alternative rock and like 40% pop and some of the pop is okay but in terms of like a representative sample of what, what people were listening to in the 90s yeah, I'm sure it was awful I mean they probably alternate back and forth between Hanson and some other song yeah it's like yeah. Nirvana and Britney Spears and Nirvana and Britney Spears and Nirvana and Britney Spears <laughs> I'd listen to that sure Sounds good. It's a it's a shame they never were able to do a collaboration project. Yeah, that would have been really nice. Yeah, a couple of beautiful blonde people up front, some other guys in the back. I mean, the Necromancers tried their hardest to bring back Lich King Kurt Cobain. Yeah. Um. But and they succeeded, but he was just like Lich King Kurt Cobain isn't gonna sell out. <laughs> Let's King Kurt Cobain is a beholden to nobody, <laughs> least of all the living. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like, I don't serve your corporate overlords. I just serve the Dark Lord. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord of the Underworld who gave me life on life. Undead? More like fun dead. Yeah. It like was, I was a PR guy for the zombies. That yeah, time. his, like, um... Like you remember when he was on The Apprentice, like it, when he got fired, man, his uh, his like exit interview was scathing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't remember any of it, but I, <laughs> it was intense. That sounds that sounds like a. I, I, if I someday become some sort of super wealthy Bond villain, yeah, I want to like own a troupe of uh, a troupe of improv comedians to make them actually act out all of the crazy shit and randomly rattle off. Hmm, that would be good. We could have some gems. We should have a thing where we sit around and uh, one person names a television show or a character and then the next person has to come up with a crazy-ass spin-off uh, crossover episode that they mm-hmm. would imagine. Did you want to do that right uh, now? Yes, good. right now. That's okay. what we're doing. I didn't know if it was going to be a segment or... Something yeah, it will be later. It's oh, kind of but this before we get into that, just a, a quick aside here. So last night I was by myself and I got drunk. And um, <laughs> I thought, you know what, I can think of some things to talk about tomorrow on the podcast. And I'll make notes of them on my phone. And I passed out on the couch. And I, <laughs> and I woke up with one single note. And that note says, stars and bars is a cool flag. Just like <laughs> now, I think I mean that it it just looks cool. Not that I'm <laughs> broken, veteran, but I really like that I woke up to that. Like, oh god, <laughs> what was I watching? Yeah. Fell asleep to country music and woke up racist. Uh, <laughs> happens to the best of us, yeah, and the worst. A lot of the worst, mostly the worst, yeah. So, Ethan, um, yeah. uh, Scrooge McDuck from, like, the animated, yeah. Okay. Do you have to, like, point Pick at one us. of us to pick uh, something? Colin, we'll go, yeah. Okay. We'll go one way for a while, so, uh, clockwise. All right. So, let's see. Scrooge McDuck, um, uses his vast 
wealth, of course, to to team up with Norm from Cheers to open up his own idea of a bar where people just lie down on their backs at the bar and the bartender will come around and just turn the tap on and while the guy opens their mouth. And then Scrooge, of course, becomes a raging duckaholic, alcoholic. Uh-huh. And hilarity ensues, you know? I think we can have a little bit of give and take here. Scrooge McDuck invests in this. He's all serious, becomes an alcoholic. Norm has to try to get himself off the booze to try to help him out. <laughs> so, like, Scrooge McDuck is basically like Frank Reynolds and Sonny. <laughs> He's the money man. Yeah. In... <laughs> I'd watch it. Caleb, would you watch it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This sounds, this sounds That's nice. the name of this segment now. I'd watch it. Okay, this is a good yeah. start, I think. I think I did well there. We did not plan this out before, listener. <laughs> I'm just that goddamn clever. Okay, so I have to name something now, or do you just keep naming uh, Yeah, name, name a character or a show, and then Caleb has to... Then he has to call it the, the crossover. Okay. okay. Um, here we go. Patrick Starr... <laughs> Ah, okay, yeah, from Spongebob. That's the guy. Okay, yes. Um, so Patrick Starr is, it comes, comes across some hard times. He's, um, he, he's diagnosed with a, um, a terminal um, starfish disease, <laughs> but he wants to leave enough money behind to, uh, uh, you know, take care of all, the, all of his friends, you know. <laughs> okay, I got it, I got stuff. you. And so he um, he puts out a call for for anybody who you know would have an idea of how to deal with this type of situation, and uh, so he searches the ocean far and wide and doesn't really find anybody who can uh, who who can, who can help him. And so he he uh, he puts on his reverse scuba suit and braves land and puts out the call there and in. The middle of a desert, the most unlikely of places for a starfish to find an ally, he finds a disgraced chemistry teacher named Walter White, who knows naked? a thing or two. I, I knew you were going to go there. I was wondering, like, is he going to go with Jesse Pinkman? Because, hey, spoilers, spoilers, listener. Because Walter White does no, not no, no, live no. at the end of that. Okay, zombie Walter White. Okay, now we're getting the, uh, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So Isn't he, there actually a zombie Walter White in uh, The Walking Dead? I have no idea. <laughs> like, no. like, what are like, there's some, like, Easter egg where, like, Brian Cranston plays a zombie in there. That'd be good. They, yeah. So, a quick aside that from, from that. Um, yeah. First of all, I'd watch that. Okay. okay all right. Okay. So, listener, another spoiler alert from Game of Thrones. This is only from, like, season two-ish, I don't know. Um, so, Rob Stark gets killed. So, Big time. Caleb and I had a really good idea of a spinoff where... And Game of Thrones characters come back to life a little bit every once in a while. We thought it'd be really funny if Rob Stark was brought back to life and he opened up an inn and restaurant... With hot pie. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, I, this is one of our favorite things. Yeah, I've got a I've got a good photoshopped picture of this. I think it's a good premise, so we can yeah. put that on like somewhere. I'm sure. 
We've definitely talked about this on the pod before, and I've put that picture. Oh, I'm have you sure already? Oh man, this is probably my drug days. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> well, listener, look back at it. We haven't re-released the show yet, anyway. So. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, I guess we can go on to the next one. Wharf. Wharf. Okay. Okay. Well, let's see. Um. Let's see, I'm, I'm trying to think, you know, uh, Worf is kind of the, uh, in Star Trek, it's the next generation. And Deep Space Nine. It's a society, so like, um, and what? Deep Space Nine. Oh, and Deep Space Nine. Uh, futuristic, uh, somewhat like Utopian, you're kind of led with this Utopian on Earth. Uh, Earth's got all their shit figured out, so, like, there's kind of cooperation among all, racism's basically as as sorted out as it's ever going to get out on Earth. So the different, like, kinds of humans are all cool with each other's shit. Um, but Worf's kind of the ethnic character um, because he's... You, you kind of have to go to humanoid species. So I think it would be really interesting if there were... You know how in a few episodes of, like, uh, Family Matters... How they touched on racism and, like, someone, like, wrote the N-word on, like, Laura's locker. I remember that. Um, yeah. Like, on one of those really deep episodes, it's like, holy shit. That was that way was too deep. deep. That I, yeah. I wasn't ready for that when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I think it'd be really interesting to like, have a war family matters crossover. <laughs> like, Steve Urkel goes to the future and, and brings Worf back. And he can teach them all things about honor. And, um... Like, he comes back, and uh, Steve Urkel asks him if he has any cheese, and he's like, Cheese has not existed in our universe for a thousand years. And uh, then Urkel's like, I got some cheese, and, like, Worf thinks it's the best thing ever. And so he, like, starts going out to dairies and, like, killing farmers, because he, he thinks it's so good. Because, you know, the, 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 the Klingons are such a warlike people. They just assume, like, something so delicious must only be one through um, through conflict and blood. So he goes out to Wisconsin and just starts, like, massacring entire towns. Um, and Steve Urkel's, like, trying to apologize, like, Ooh, don't mind my friend! Did he, he do that? He just likes cheese! Sorry. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Nice. So, yeah, just, like, uh, Steve Urkel and Worf. Um, and then you get kind of, like, a Dexter thing where they get better at killing people and trying to cover up their crimes. It's a little kind of like a dark comedy. So that that's my crossover. So it's nice. I don't think I'd watch that. Unless <laughs> unless it could be like a like dairy really fucks with Worf's brain, because like Worf is not quite like other Klingons. I don't see him going around killing Wisconsinites. Like every other Klingon definitely would kill Wisconsinites. So if you can make it so it's like it, it screws with his brain, this cheese, and turns him into a different person. Yeah, we don't know that cheese isn't, like, some, like, weird narcotic drug for Klingons. Yeah. So we can introduce that as canon. Okay, if you yeah. do that, then I'd watch that. Alright, good. Yeah. It'd be fun to see, like, a doped-up wharf going around killing people. Yeah. I didn't think he killed nearly enough people to... in the show. Yeah, he didn't kill any... He killed almost nobody. Basically no one. Or you know what might, what might actually be a better angle on this... Um, he accidentally kills Steve Urkel, uh, and then to try to cover for his crimes, or he's like, oh no, I went back into the past and I changed history. 
So then he has to try and like fill in and pretend to be Steve Urkel. Did I do that? <laughs> yeah, that would be like good. Uh, to try and like minimize the impact on history. Okay, yeah. So basically, just replacing Steve Urkel with War. <laughs> yeah, like Laura. In the past, you have declined my romantic advances, but I would fight off a thousand death squids for a hand for your hand at the prom tonight, Captain. Captain. <laughs> Would you watch that? Yeah, of course. I don't think we're going to yeah, hardly ever say no in this situation. Well, guys, I think that um, that's, a good, that's a good note to end on. It's a good segment. Okay. We'll keep that one going. Good yeah. deal. Um, so, uh, listener, thank you for listening to another episode of the Sazoom podcast. We're, in a, we're not quite as crazy as we were at the end of last week, where Ethan was like... Uh, you know, blasting some classic 80s music, yeah. and um, the rest of us were crying, and there's poop on the floor, it was a whole thing. Still poop on um, the floor. So lacking that, lacking that, we're just going to have to, we're just going to leave it here. So, listener, thank you for listening, we'll talk to you next time. Goodbye! Don't forget to paint your apartment cream. Same back!